We Welcome are. Welcome back to our Shakespeare mini season of Shakespeare. If you hear any kitchen noises, it's because I'm sitting in the kitchen. Yeah, we've decided to shake it up. Uh, Shakespeare it up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and our play today is Antony and Cleopatra. Just a side note. I have been um, watching Rome, the mm, TV series. The HBO show? Yeah. Um, Rome. And I'm about to go into the episode where Cleopatra pegs Mark Antony, I think. Not yet. Ah. Not well, yet. I'm, I'm, I'm done watching it then. Okay. So we're doing Cleopatra and some rando. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. By William Trembletwig. Performed first performance. <laughs> Were you wanting me to react because I didn't want to give it to you? That's why Tremblewig. Tremble Twig Shakespeare. Shake. Oh. Yeah. Well, now it's not fun. It was never fun. It. Performed in 1607 for the first time, so one of his later plays. Oh wow. Um, first printed in 1623. There's like a folio in 1623 with a bunch of them, I think. Um, but it's happening. The events that it depicts Hang happened on. in. So yes. What podcast is this? Oh. I don't even know what I'm on. It's uh, it's a literature, the literature comedy podcast about about literature books. Wow, what an aptly named podcast. Yeah, I sure would like to listen to it. <laughs> uh, who are you? Oh, I'm Sam. I'm part of the podcast, but I like to be surprised about things. Mm-hmm. And I'm Sandy. And this play is Illiterature. the events that it depicts. Oh. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> also, uh, just a side note to everyone. We may have taken an edible, so this is a uh, <laughs> race, race against, against time. time. <laughs> so we'll see who wins. Usually drugs. So it happened around 40 BC. It's so like two years after the end of the last play. Julius Caesar's dead. Oh yeah, we're all sad. It was a good play, wasn't it? Wait, hang on. Julius Caesar dies of forty BC. Uh, forty-two. Oh no, I'm getting close because it's like forty-eight BC in Rome right now. Yeah, no, it's, hap- it's happening. And oh, they no. skipped through a bunch of years really quick in the second season because they got canceled and they had to kind of squeeze in as much as they could. Just like that sentence, huh? <laughs> Rude. But true. But true. So, right. what has happened since the last play? Um, Caesar died. Since the last play? Um, Caesar still did. Yes. I will tell you. Oh, great. Well, I'd Antony and Octavian are ruling Rome. Nice. In a triumvirate with that guy Lepidus. You'll recall a triumvirate is just three guys ruling together. Yeah, that's these... weird. Why are they not co-counseling? Because um, they haven't been elected. Oh. I think. All right, They've just all right. kind of appointed themselves. Um, they just made a deal, wheeling and dealing. It's very mafia politics, I think. <laughs> so, and they're the second triumvirate, so the ever. So the first was Julius Pompey and Crassus, which we talked about last ep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got here two, three, two guys. <laughs> Tokyo <Ew>. Drift. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's like you don't like that. Three guys, one empire. So, as I understand it. What what's going on now is Octavian and Antony split up the empire, um, with Octavian taking like the west part of the empire, and Antony taking the east, uh, and Levitus taking nothing because he's old and he doesn't matter, I guess. That's very true. 
Um, so there's constant tension between uh, Antony and Octavian. Maybe Remember? because Octavian is smarter than him and Mark Antony is actually just a big pimp. Yes, and also because Octavian was officially named Julius Caesar's heir. heir. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be salty too. He's very aware of that fact. He doesn't like sharing, um, but he's doing it because he has to for the moment. Okay, so meanwhile, Egypt. You have Egypt in the south, south of the Mediterranean, and it is not part of the Roman Empire officially, but it's a client state of Rome. So Cleopatra's dad went into big debts with Rome. Yes? Who who was it that made a soldier hold their sword and they fell on it? Oh, it was Brutus. It wasn't Mark Anthony. Cassius did Oh, it was that. Cassius. And then Brutus oh, yeah. was going to do it, but I think he just killed it... himself because that was more honorable or something than Cassius's death. Oh, Brutus. Do I get to meet Cassius in Rome? I don't know. Surely. I don't remember him in Rome. Like, surely if they're going to kill Caesar. Yeah, you'd think. Good He's luck. just a cameo. I feel like I'd remember. <laughs> cameo by Cassius. He should be more than that. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so Cleopatra's dad. Yeah, he ran, he ran up some debts. Um, then he, he so, so Egypt becomes a client state of Rome, which basically means Rome lets Egypt kind of put on its own hat and do its own thing and pretend to be in charge of itself. But, but we still if, own you. Yeah, well, if they tell Egypt to do something, Egypt, Egypt kind of has to do it because Rome is so much more militarily powerful. They could force Egypt to do it if they wanted, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. And so Rome consequently has, like, the big wigs in Rome have a lot of influence in the politics of, of Egypt. They could, the, if Rome wants someone on the throne in Egypt, they can kind of just be like, they can make it happen. So Mark Antony, he's, he's kind of in charge of the east side. Um, is that he's where trying Egypt to get them is? under control. Yes. Okay. Falls in love with Cleopatra while he's there. Fair enough. Um, she, in a similar way to... When she first meets Caesar. Do you know the story of Cleopatra meeting Wasn't Caesar? she young and he mm-hmm. she was one of his mistresses and there was the, you know, Caesarian? Yeah, Caesarian. Yeah, she had his um, his baby. But, but the way that she introduced herself to him was when I think she was fighting for both her little brother and her little sister for the throne. Okay. And she had herself, to avoid, like, you know, detection, she had her servants roll her up in a carpet. Amazing. And delivered her to Caesar's uh, quarters. Oh my God. Taylor and they just, like, unroll her. <laughs> Taylor Swift in the box style or um, what's that movie? Room with Jacob Tremblay style? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, Big Lebowski style. There's a lot of rugs happening. There's here. a lot of rugs. Yeah. So um, and, he, and she jumps out of that and he thinks it's the best thing he's ever seen. He's like, that is... That's hilarious. That is yeah. wonderful. That well, is hilarious. You know what would Caesar, uh, what yeah, Caesar would love? What? Um, those big cakes with strippers that come out of them. <laughs> and he'd be like, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So similarly, when, when Mark Antony, so he's like. Was get, he in the rug? <laughs> he's in Turkey and he's like, get over here, Did she Cleopatra. Because um, you are worse. Or, you know, she, she, he was like, you're in trouble. And she's like, I'm not coming until I feel like it. <laughs> which was a big move for her and actually like quite a clever move as a statesman but then when she does finally show up she um the, the scene is described later in the play but basically she shows up on a big beautiful golden barge and makes a huge scene out of it and like it's very theatrical and spectacular and he immediately falls in love with her it's so hilarious watching all these stupid rich people do all these stupid rich people things and just watching all the poor people eat like crumbs <laughs> and they're like this is fine <laughs> <laughs> this is just 
Like the um the natural state. Yeah, one of the gifts that Atia sent um Servilia. Mm-hmm. This is Rome stuff, guys. <laughs> Only Rome watchers will know. But, <laughs> Just um, give, give like a couple lines on who these people are. Okay, Atia is Caesar's niece mm-hmm. who is Octa- Octavian's mom. Okay. And Servilia is Brutus's mom who Caesar has been digging it down and Okay. Until Atia had graffiti put up of them fucking. And he was like, all right, I'll stop. <laughs> and then she cursed them. She cursed his wiener. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. Because <laughs> curses are real. Curses are very real. And then, um, anyway, so mm. Atia, when she thought Caesar was about to be defeated, started to suck up to Servilia, right? Because she's in mm-hmm. good with the senators. Mm-hmm. She sends a stud slave, which is a dude with a huge dick with like <laughs> chains on it. And I'm like, that's amazing. And also a golden tortoise. <laughs> tortoise. Which is a tortoise. They have painted in gold <laughs> and so this put is... gems upon. <laughs> so this entrance of Cleopatra is reminding you of that? Yeah, okay. she's the tortoise. She's the tortoise. <laughs> in a way. In a way. Um, Yeah, so basically he falls in love with Cleopatra. So... They're constantly doing it in mm-hmm. Egypt. They have like three. They end up having like three kids together. Well, yeah. Um, you got if you keep fucking like that, you're gonna. But so he's spending so much time in Egypt. His wife Fulvia and his brother uh, and her brother or his brother, Bro- uh, brotherus. Br- brotherus. <laughs> they start like they started an entire war with Octavian to pressure Antony into coming back. <laughs> Oh, it's hilarious. They're yeah. just like, he won't take our calls, so we're going to have to start a war. <laughs> we're going to have to start a civil war in Rome. Octavian's like, sure. All right. Okay. okay. Completely separate to that, there's this guy called Pompey, uh, Pompey, who's like Pompey's son. Um, He's about to declare war on the both of them in revenge for his dad. How did they... Wait, no, Pompey. Is that the guy that um they capture in Rome? Yes. Oh, he's still alive. He's still alive. yeah. He's um sad. He's a sadist. He loves like torturing. He's very good at it, apparently. Pompey's son. Pompey's son. Okay, so he is in Rome. That's really interesting. Well, he's in this. He's the baddie in this. Well, he was in the ba- he was the baddie in that two episode arc as well. So that I, that scans. I see what's happening. Here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can't remember running the series at all. I know I liked it, but I barely remember it. You're gonna watch it. Yeah. Um, okay. So don't. Yeah. So don't look. Don't worry if you don't follow all of the politics stuff that's going on here. This is a messy period of history and a very messy, a messy ass play. But here we are. So wow. again, we start the play with two random guys who don't matter to catch us up. Perfect. Um, this time they're named Philo and Demetrius. They are Roman soldiers stationed with Mark Antony in Egypt. He's their general. And they're kind of standing guard at the door of a room in her palace. Oh, they're in fucking. Cleopatra's palace, where Antony and Cleopatra are fucking. canoodling. They're fucking. <laughs> so, like, picture rich drapery, incense in the air, servants with, like, ostrich feather fans. It's amazing. They just fuck in front of the servants, and the servants <laughs> just get them water after. Because they don't, don't see if, them I don't as know people. if they're fucking, but, like, they might. I don't know. Who knows? Um, there's probably like a big grazing platter, you know, the works. Amazing. Just Egypt am- is Egypt is rich as fuck at this point. So yeah, Cleopatra basically turned the entire deficit that her dad <laughs> that her dad Damn, ran them into. She, she turned do it that? Um, by like encouraging trade. 
mainly, like bringing uh. trade to Egypt, giving people tax incentives, like <laughs> all sorts of interesting things, like just being a really good politician. Tax incentives, which, nice. I know, which she doesn't get credit for um, ever, and especially not in this Oh yeah, rich people play. are angry at Caesar right now as well in Rome before he dies because he wants <laughs> to give a third of the workforce to um, freeborns, mm -hmm. and that'll really hike up the prices because you know yeah. you don't pay slaves yeah we hate that hate but anyway okay cleopatra and mark anthony yeah they Muslim. they're there um so these two guys are muttering to themselves they're like i miss it when anthony was one of the bros yeah um like he's whipped he's, yeah he's pussy whipped <laughs> um they call him one of the three pillars um like holding up the world which like you know i think refer refers to the triumvirate but they're like one of these one of the three pillars has fallen. They call his captain's heart the bellows and the fan to cool a gypsy's lust. So they're, they're being a bit rude, a bit sexist, uh -oh. a bit racist. Well, that's normal. <laughs> yeah, it's the ancient world. <laughs> so we cross over to Antony and Cleopatra, and they're playing the I love you, how much game. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the slaves are like throwing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Into the ostrich feathers. And so when this messenger from Rome comes over, but Cleopatra has this thing she does uh, where she doesn't fucking listen to anyone. Okay. And she interrupts everybody all the time. <laughs> um, okay, which, rude. Are you trying to say something? No. <laughs> no. It's more about, like, Shakespeare has turned this great figure from history into, like, this 80s sitcom harpy. Perfect. Um, which is so disappointing. <laughs> but, but here we are. Did he turn um, Cleopatra into the nanny? He made her... Who's the the lady that no one likes in The Nanny? <laughs> the one that gets Frasier? insulted by the butler. The I'm not sure. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, Why would he do that? Well, because he's basing this account on a Roman history. And and Augustus made a big deal at the time of, of like, commissioning all this propaganda, calling her an evil temptress and oh. a witch. Um... To so that the Roman people wouldn't feel sorry for her and wouldn't um and and the Egyptian people as well and they wouldn't support her. Um, Great. Wait, who the fuck is Augustus? Octavian, Glute. when he gets crowned. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. He when he becomes the emperor. Spoiler alert. He becomes the the yeah. one emperor after this. That actually sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so um before I called them Tony and Gus, but I. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's not going to make any sense. Tony and Gus. There they are. <laughs> and the third dude that no one really cares about. Uh, Lepidus, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so she keeps interrupting the servant. At first, um, Antony's like, nah, I don't really care about what's going on in Rome. Like, he's not going to listen to the message at all. He says, let Rome and Tiber melt and the wide arch of the ranged empire fall. Here is my space. Kingdoms are clay. Our dungy... Dungy, dungy, earth alike feeds beast as man. So he's like, I don't care about Rome. I just care about you, baby. And she was like, well, I care a little bit about Rome, so let's listen. <laughs> kind of, but she's doing it, like, just to tease him. She's like, uh, the message is probably from Octavian commanding you to do something. Or, no, it's from your wife in Rome. Like, she's, like, interrupting the servant. He's like, actually, it's... <laughs> Uh, ma'am, I... <laughs> uh, uh. She's like, no, no, what if it's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's being a bad improv player. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, it's your duty. And he's like, no, my duty is to stay in Alexandria and fuck the shit out of the queen. Fair enough. I get that mm -hmm. too. So they're in Alexandria right now, which is a city right at the top of Egypt in the Nile Delta. Um, 
the capital of Egypt is currently Cairo. Alexandria isn't really a thing anymore. Oh. But back in the ancient times. So when they divided up Alexander's empire after he died, it went to his general, Ptolemy. Ptolemy. Which starts with a P, so Ptolemy. Ptolemy. Ptolemy, who in the movie Alexander is played by (laughs) fucking uh, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, my God, of (laughs) Of course it is. Um, anyway, his line, his his um, his heirs, he starts a dynasty basically, and that's what Cleopatra is part of. So when people are like Cleopatra was this Egyptian pharaoh, yes, but she was also descendant from um, a Macedonian, so she's kind of Greek. Oh, she's yeah. a mutt. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So people actually, historians can't actually agree on what ethnicity she may have been. There are s- speculations about. And you know, was she, she obviously a... has this Macedonian lineage, but she might also have native Egyptian or even, um, you know, sub-Saharan African. Is she as hot as media portrays her to be? Um, it's it's impossible to tell. Um, they had like fucking statues. <laughs> There's a couple paintings. Yeah, people. I mean, the reason I think everyone is obsessed with Cleopatra's looks. Is she because, had all her teeth. Oh, okay. Is what? because of Augustus, because he's out there saying she ugh. No, she, oh, she the hot. only reason she was that powerful she's is because so she was hot and she bewitched men and made them lose their minds. Oh my and God. so it, it's kind of a way of discrediting her as a statesman. You know who I can think. play Cleopatra in a modern day retelling? Modern yeah. Day. Um, B- Megan Fox. Ah, oh, yes. The same, the same story. Yeah. <sighs> Jennifer's story body. doesn't repeat itself, it rhymes. <laughs> yeah, so in this version... Shakespeare's kind of taking that angle. She's beautiful. She's sexy. She's a harpy. She's a nightmare. She's a witch. She's. she's... Oh my god! This is just that song. The I'm a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You're right. Thank you. So she doesn't buy it. He, she's like constantly questioning his fidelity. I think partly out of genuine suspicion, but also partly because she just needs the drama. And also, he's married in so her life. Have... Yeah. So the next scene is a bunch of Cleopatra's attendants and they're getting their fortunes read, which of course means Fun. there's a soothsayer in the house again. <gasps> Soothes to be said. <laughs> the soothsayer tells Charmian and Iris, the queen's maids, that their fortunes are the same. Oh. That their pasts will prove better than their futures and that they shall outlive the queen who they serve. Great. What? <laughs> we'll find out what that means. Soon enough. Soothe enough. <laughs> oh, no. So Cleopatra joins them. She's complaining that Antony is suddenly um, thinking about Rome again. She was like, he was fun, but then Rome entered his thoughts. She was, <laughs> he, was, he was being fun, but then he... Thought about Rome. And he thought about Rome, and he was suddenly not. I can't believe he's married. Yeah. He's married to. Funny. So, so she sends one of Antony's men, Inobarbus, his like right-hand man, to fetch him. But then she changes her mind... <laughs> And when she sees Anthony coming over, she like leaves to avoid him. Like she wants him to chase her, you know. Oh my god! Speaking of drama, like this, <laughs> there was a really um, really fun scene in Rome mm. between <laughs> between. Sorry, you're just like deep in Rome right now. Which I am I love. between Atia and mm-hmm. Mark Anthony. So she invited him to dinner, and he was like just not gonna show up. And they're like, "Nah, you gotta come on." And he. He's been, you know, like she's been waiting hours. Mm. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Is he coming or what? And then she hears his knock at the door. So she goes to her room, gets her lady's maid to take off her makeup and give her a robe. 
And she's like, oh, I forgot you were coming. Sorry. Like, I'm already... I'm already dressed for a bit. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get dressed <laughs> properly. Just give me a second. And I was like, that is the biggest, baddest, bitchest move ever. And I love it. Yeah, like, like her, like, like, removing, like, her old-fashioned makeup. So, like, I don't know, like, dead beetles and whatever. <laughs> and Literally she, just soot from yeah, the fireplace. Yeah, soot and, like, someone's blood. And they gave her, like, a fluffy robe. And she's like, oh, Anthony, oh, sorry. I forgot. <laughs> So a messenger comes over and reports to Antony that Fulvia, his wife, and Lucius, who is Antony's wife's brother. Brother? No, his brother. It's his brother. Anyway, those two mounted an army against um, (laughs) Caesar, so Octavian, um, but have lost their battle. Well, of course. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah. So when the messenger hesitantly suggests that this event would not have happened if Antony had been in Rome to prevent it. That is time to shoot the messenger. You're, you're only there to deliver the message. No spicy commentary. <laughs> Antony invites the man to speak openly to, quote, taunt my faults with such full license as both truth and malice <laughs> have power to utter. So That guy's literally he's like, like, lay it on me. The guy's like, so they got defeated, but... Maybe they wouldn't have if someone was around. <laughs> someone wasn't in Egypt. Someone wasn't in Cleopatra all the damn time. <laughs> so. Another messenger arrives shortly to report that Fulvia, Mark Antony's wife, I know, has died. Oh, I did not know. <laughs> what yeah. did she die of? Just like being boring. Being, yeah, being annoyed. Being boring. <laughs> Cleopatra. Uh, Antony comments. Oh well. <laughs> close no it's um he he feels guilty because he wished that she die or disappear but now he feels bad and he wishes she was alive again you know well you can't unrub the lamp anthony mm. the genie's out it's out uh anthony's right hand man ina Barbas, arrives and tries to comfort Antony with the thought that fulvia's death was an event that should be welcomed rather than mourned <laughs> considering that you know his priorities but but now Antony's kind of going down this road and, and he's like thinking about, oh, like, do my, do my laziness, my idleness here and my worship of Cleopatra, does that mean I'm responsible for these events? Yeah. He's also worried about a battle which is currently being waged by Sextus Pompeius. Um, oh, no, that Pompeii crazy son. guy. Yeah, he's a really strong naval power at the moment and he's currently attempting to take control of the seas oh, no. from the triumvirate. So Antony oh, decides... luck. To break away from Cleopatra and return to Rome in his Oh, she's going to be pissed. <laughs> Cleopatra orders her servant Alexis to fetch Antony. When Antony enters, Cleopatra pretends to faint. <laughs> and then she starts lamenting that Fulvia let Antony come to Egypt in the first place. She is the one that said you could cheat. Don't ask, don't tell, Fulvia. <laughs> Antony's like, girl, I have so much shit to do in Rome. I've got to go to work. And she's like, but look at me. Well, she's like, you're not mourning for your dead wife very much, huh? But you wouldn't mourn for me either if I died. Oh, that's even funnier. Um, And they argue about the depth and truth of his feelings until um, Antony finally departs, promising they can make long distance work. Oh, no, they can't. (laughs) You can't. They don't have Skype. (laughs) They're good. Oh, my God. They can't do it. Long distance. Oh, no. They can barely function when they're in the same room as each other. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Mm. In Antony's absence, Octavius Caesar and Lepidus bitch about Antony a little. You know, okay. as you do at a work meeting before. Yeah, you know, fair enough. Person shows up. 
Caesar thinks Antony has no business enjoying himself in Egypt. I don't think he wants anyone ever to enjoy themselves. Who? Caesar, Octavian. Oh, call him one name. You've been calling him Augustus, Octavian, and Caesar. I'm only one person with half a brain. I think it's mostly Caesar in this. Well, I don't want it to be Caesar. That's Caesar. Let's just call him like Octavian. Octavian. Okay. Let's disrespect him and call him with his pre-king name. <laughs> baby. <laughs> baby. His baby baby. Weirdo Octavian. Weirdo Octavian penetrating his first home. <laughs> that's a scene that happens in Rome, by the way. Oh, yeah, by the way, that's a, when a Rome Octavian, reference. <laughs> yeah, when Octavian loses his V-cards for the first time. For the first time. Before he, he regains his V-cards and loses them for the second time. <laughs> He's like, I don't know where they are. <laughs> Some, like he's like looking in his pockets. <laughs> I've gotta stop losing these V cards. <laughs> Goodness oh, gracious! No. no business enjoying himself in Egypt during a time of crisis such as this. No business in anyone enjoying anyone's self <laughs> at any time at in any, any country. Time. No one is allowed to enjoy themselves ever. <laughs> Least of all me, Octavian. <laughs> <laughs> Lest I enjoy something for once in my sociopath life. <laughs> a messenger arrives with news that Pompey's forces are both gathering strength and finding support amongst those whose prior allegiance to Caesar arose from fear, not duty. Which I don't buy. I think that's something Shakespeare yeah. made up because everyone loves Caesar. Yeah, um, so I'm probably not Rome, <laughs> and it looks like people like Caesar. The a lot. historical document Rome, Rome. by um, HBO. By HBO. <laughs> like HB is her first name, and the last name's O, like Sandra O. What's well, like HBO? I like the idea that you're reading like an academic reference. <laughs> but it's Rome. Rome. Goodness gracious. It was really good. Yeah, so Pompey's getting stronger. Remembering Antony's valiant and unparalleled performance as a soldier, oh. um, Caesar, Octavian, laments that Antony is not with them. He's like, damn, I could really fight this guy a lot easier if we had. Could really use some Mark Anthony magic Optimus right Prime. now. <laughs> we can't all combine and be one big transformer. <laughs> That's what happens. Right <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Uh, there's so many transformers. <laughs> How many times can they transform? <laughs> Michael Bay, get in here and answer me, please. <laughs> How many times can oh, you no. make a robot? I think we lost the peeing. race. <laughs> he and Lepidus agree to raise an army against Pompey. Okay, fair so enough. back in Egypt, Cleopatra talks to her ladies about how much she misses Antony, and she wonders like what he's doing now. She wonders if he's thinking about her, you know, it's Rome stuff. Is he fighting or riding his horse? Or... Oh my god, the actor that plays Mark Antony, his dick is huge. Is it? I can't remember. Yeah, he gets like. You know, bathed with that cool blade. Oh yeah. And then his dicks just have it's not even hard and it, it's it's like a <laughs> it's a whopper. Oh my gosh. So what that's that's historically accurate. That's historically for accurate. sure. That was for sure. Real Cleopatra could have been with anyone she wanted. Think about that. Think about well, because he likes getting pegged. <laughs> Where did I get this narrative from? <laughs> did you invent it? I, th- I think one day I just woke up and I'm like, yep, pig. <laughs> <laughs> so she's talking about her lady to her ladies about how much she misses Antony. Alexis enters and presents her with a gift from Antony. Oh, a pearl. Fun. A what? A pearl. There's one fucking pearl? 
But he tells the queen that Antony kissed the gemstone upon leaving Egypt and ordered it to be delivered to Cleopatra as a token of his love. Ew. As Cleopatra asks if he looked sad or happy when he did it. <laughs> How did he <laughs> look? Love like, did he seem like he was upset? Right, but was he upset? <laughs> or was he happy he was leaving? Or was there was, like, tears in his eyes? He was trying to keep it together. Yeah. <laughs> And her maids are like, you'll have us killed if we say anything other than yes. <laughs> yes. He's so upset. That's, it genuinely is like that extreme in this, which makes me wonder if it was originally like a comedy. What? that? that... Well, like all these scenes with Cleopatra when she's being like a silly bitch. Oh. Was it like, you know, because it was some boy in a dress, right? Going like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare's day. So do you think it was like. No, Shakespeare played Cleopatra. He was like, I'm going to write this character for, for me. <laughs> amazing yes uh so the servant actually says that antony seemed neither sad nor happy uh which she decides is the best answer is it though (laughs) um cleopatra orders alexis to prepare 20 messengers Uh so that she can write to antony on each day of his absence so i guess he's expected to be gone for 20 days i'm not sure um and she promises to unpeople Egypt by turning all of its citizens into messengers if she needs to. Jesus, okay. Long distance is not going to work. <laughs> Over in Pompey's camp, him and his dudes feel pretty confident about victory over the triumvirate, not just because he controls the seas and is popular with the people, but because he still believes wrongly that Antony is in Egypt, useless. Oh, moron. Then a messenger comes and disabuses him of that notion, and they talk about how likely it is that Antony and Caesar will fall to infighting, or or if they'll be able to like they've got them like pegged, they've got them like they know exactly. Like uh, they're like, I wonder if they'll just infight or if they'll be able to like band together at some point. And I wonder us. if they'll overcome their obstacles as a group and work <laughs> together to create a bigger, better Rome. <laughs> and then Zac Efron's yeah. there too. <laughs> <laughs> we're all, all in this in together, together. <laughs> oh my gosh okay so back in Rome Antony's just arrived nice uh, and Lepidus tells Enobarbus that Antony should use soft and gentle speech when speaking to Caesar he's like he's he's in a mood he's he's extra crazy right now <laughs> um Someone leaves the wrong noodle shape for his mac and cheese. They got pinwheels instead of the dinosaur ones. And he had them beheaded. He had them flayed. <laughs> so yeah, don't walk past the kitchen. Kind of gross, sanitary-wise. But yeah. And uh, don't look in his eyes. Because he doesn't look, like that. Don't look directly into his eyes. He'll think it's an attack and he might lunge at you. And uh, yeah, have fun. And... We'll see you after. Collect your photo at the booth. <laughs> Good luck. So Inovavis is like, no promises, Gramps. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, Anthony's going to do exactly what he wants. Um, and talk as, as loudly as he wants. That's true. <laughs> so he's immediately like Caesar just starts laying into Anthony, you know, the way he does. He's like, your wife and brother tried to fight me. You're ignoring my texts. You haven't sent me any soldiers. Your performance <laughs> review is coming up. Cleopatra sent me photos of you two when you said you were out. <laughs> she tagged you in this like photo the- on Instagram and the location, the geo filter says you were at Arby's can and you, you just, said you were at can Wendy's. You, can you imagine like Octavian is like a regional fast food manager? <laughs> <laughs> like just the most uptight. 
Oh my god, I worked at Hungry Jack's for two years, so mm-hmm. yes, I yeah. definitely know. You're getting that energy from him? Oh, but like... I feel like he's a little better. He's like, maybe maybe he's site manager, not just the manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's worked, he's worked his way up the ladder <laughs> to yeah. site manager. Yeah, he had like at least 12 He has ambitions. He wants to be the first man in McDonald's one day. Employee of the month. 12 months in a row. <laughs> Realizing that they need to work together though to oh, defeat yes. Pompey. Antony and Caesar try to strengthen their alliance by having Antony marry Caesar's sister, Octavia. Uh, which will solidify their loyalty to one another. Huh. Is she in the show? She is, yeah. She hates yeah. her mom because her mom... Yeah, because uh, she's like yeah. a kid, right? She's like, what, I don't know, like 16 or whatever? Yeah, so they're going to marry her off to Mark Antony. Bro, she was already fucking married. They were going to marry her off to Pompey. Well, so was he, though. Yeah, so she was married and then Atia killed her husband because he's just a pleb. Mm. And um, yeah, she was going to marry Pompey as a way to, you know... After Caesar's sister died, he was like, "Ah, oh, fucking throw another woman." Does at she, but does she? I didn't think she. No, did. so he just fucks her, and then he marries Cornelia. That's What's right, Julius Caesar's sister. No, Scipio's C- niece. What's his name? What the fuck? I thought it was Julius Caesar's sister. I think. No, you're wrong. Yeah, Rome is right. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Anyway, you call yourself an historian. An historian. <laughs> So yeah, they're like, do you want to marry Octavia? Antony's like, okay, I'll do it. Caesar and Antony shake hands, promising both that they love, and they agree to march together towards Pompey's stronghold Fun. on Mount Mycenaeum. Mycenaeum. Mountain. <laughs> Mount Mountain. And the, the third guy's just there like, yeah, guys, we're going to have adventures. And they're like, yeah. And they just walk off and he's like struggling after them because he's old. Yeah. Wait up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. I can do fast. <laughs> I am over 41. <laughs> um, when they all disperse, when the three of them disperse, Enobarbus, Mark Antony's guy, tells Agrippa, I think, who is Caesar's guy, I think, um, of the good life they lived in Egypt. He, he describes how Cleopatra first came to meet Antony, which is where we get this really famous passage where he compares the queen to Venus, the god of love. What do you say? Um, I've got a lot here, so I'll oh. just see. Yeah, the what barge, do you say? A bridge. <laughs> yeah, the barge she sat in, like a burnished throne, burned on the water. The poop was beaten gold. He means the deck, not like not poop. Oh, <laughs> poop deck. I purpled the sails, and so perfumed that the winds were lovesick with them. The oars were silver, which to the tune of flutes kept stroke, and made the water which they beat to follow faster as amorous of their strokes. For her own person, it beggared all description. She did lie in her pavilion, a cloth of gold, of tissue. Nice. Overpicturing that Venus where we see the fancy artwork of nature. So she was like... She looked fucking she good. She looked amazing. Okay, so I and refuse then, to marry someone who doesn't describe meeting me like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so he invites her to supper. She's like, no, you're coming on my boat to have nice. supper. And he and he says, yes. He says, the guy here says, our courteous Antony, who never the word of no womanhood speaks, so who never says no to a woman, is how they describe him. Being barbered 10 times over, so like getting his hair cut 10 times. How much hair does he have left? <laughs> Not much. Or maybe just shaved. Like he makes sure he's like well shaved. 
um, goes over to the feast and for his ordinary pace is heart for what his eyes eat only. Um, And he like describes her running through the public street and losing her breath. And as she spoke and panted um, that she did make defect perfection. So she Why the fuck she run around the street? I don't know, because she's impulsive. She's she's um spontaneous. She's quirky. <laughs> she's the manic pixie dream yeah. girl of yore. Yeah, of yore. Anyway, uh, uh Anthony, Inabarbus thinks, will never be able to leave her despite his marriage to Octavia. Yeah, of it's course. Like she's not. the perfect woman. Anthony meets <laughs> <laughs> <It's a> quiver. <laughs> Anthony meets with, with Octavia. Um, he promises to be faithful to her, even though his duties will take him f- away from her for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he also runs into an Egyptian soothsayer. <gasps> Another one? Yeah. You get more than one. I love the soothsayer network. <laughs> <laughs> Who tells him that Caesar's fortune will rise higher than his. Um, yeah. As long as Antony remains in Rome, the soothsayer predicts he will be overshadowed by Caesar. Oh, fuck. Now he has to go to Egypt. Yeah, yeah. Well, Antony's like, I don't believe you, but I want to go back to Egypt anyway. So this I'll say good... you said it. <laughs> yeah. This is as good a reason as any. Uh, in Egypt, Cleopatra learns of Antony's marriage and she's super pissed. Well, yeah. But what she... did she expect? She threatens to kill the messenger several times and beats him up <laughs> to the point where he leaves the stage and she has to make them bring him back on stage. He's just sweating like, I, I wasn't even, I, what? <laughs> yeah, later though, the messenger reports back about Octavia. Oh, she, cause she's like, is she tall? Is she pretty? What's is her she thing? pretty? Yeah. She, uh, did I miss like a paragraph where she sends that guy but yeah she sent a guy to, to see if Octavia's pretty and he's like um, ugly <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of he's um she's like is she tall and he's like shorter than you <laughs> and she's like she, what color is her hair and he's like brown and she's like does she have a high voice or a low voice and he's like low <laughs> and she's like ha she's a plain dwarf with a, <laughs> a croaky old voice <laughs> oh my god it's me <laughs> So she becomes confident that she's going to get her man back. Yeah, because she's hotter. Yeah. Pompey, Pompey tells Caesar, Lepidus, and Antony that he's fighting to avenge. Oh, they, they'll meet. I don't know if I... No, you didn't. But I guess they're here. Yeah, they met. They're at the Starbucks or something. <laughs> yeah. I think they're on Pompey's boat. A Starbucks. <laughs> A Starbucks. On the water, though. Pompey tells Caesar, Lepidus, and Antony that he's fighting to avenge his father, whose defeat by Julius Caesar led him into Egypt, where he was killed. So he's like, I... I, too, have beef. I, yeah. (laughs) All this beef. Anyone (laughs) All right. Beef. Antony informs Pompey that despite the latter's strength at sea, the Triumvirs army, their army, will prevail. The three of them offer Pompey rule over Sicily and Sardinia should he agree to rid the Sea of Pirates and to send payments of wheat to Rome's attack. So, like, you want to compromise? You want you want an island? You want two? <laughs> Pompey admits that he was ready to accept this offer until Antony offended him by refusing to acknowledge the hospitality he showed Antony's mother on her recent visit to Sicily. That's so funny. Which is so specific, and I feel like it hasn't been brought up before. And if I was Antony, I would feel a bit cornered. Yeah, like, if you had a problem about it, why didn't you bring it up? Why are you saying it now at Starbucks in front of everyone (laughs) when we're about to make a pretty cool deal against pirates? You could have sent me a letter. And he's like, I did send you a letter, but you didn't read it because you were in Cleopatra. (laughs) 
Antony assures Pompey that he intended to offer a gracious thanks. I'm not done talking yet. That's Anthony, not me. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say thank you. <laughs> and the men shake hands and make peace. That evening, the four men get shit-faced to celebrate their truce, except Caesar. Because <laughs> no fun to be had. No fun. He's, he has like a sip and he's like, well, gentlemen, shall we go home? <laughs> but Mark Antony is already like breakdancing in the Nice. In the kitchen. Now he's just like... Not having like a lemon lemon bitters at the bar and just like <laughs> checking his watch, checking his watch every so often. He's like, mm, party. He's playing like Candy Crush on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just like the least fun person to ever have been born. Yeah. And then Mark Zuckerberg saw him and was like, I, I want to be that. that. Yeah. <laughs> my that's my life inspo. Yeah, they get drunk. Lepidus in particular. One of Pompey's soldiers is like, hey, pst. He's like to Pompey. He's like, Pompey. And Pompey's like, what? <laughs> he's, <just> like, <laughs> he's like, I had this idea. What if we kill them all tonight while they're drunk on our boat, thereby delivering world power into our hands? Nice. Who said that? Just a random guard? <laughs> no, like his right hand man. His okay. name I didn't put in because I don't care. Um, and Pompey's like, if you'd done it without telling me first, I would have been pleased. But now you can't, because it would look like I'm an asshole. <laughs> like, That's true. Yeah, like it would be an affront to my honor to to have it. But done if you now. did it for but me without just done me it, asking, and then I, then I would have like forgiven you. I would have been like, damn, yeah. dope move, dog. Yeah. Gotta get a new boat though. Yeah. Uh, Antony and Octavia depart for Athens together, but not before Caesar's like, promise you won't cheat on my sister. And Antony's like, cross my heart and hope to die. He didn't say no take backs. He had, the, <laughs> he had his like fingers crossed behind his back. He like, on the boat as they sail away, they're like, he's like, take back. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, no, no, they're on the boat. Then he goes, not. <laughs> no, he goes, not. <laughs> not. <laughs> like, Bora. But yeah, anyway, on his way um, to fuck Cleopatra, what happens? Once they're gone, Caesar says, fuck it, breaks the truce they made with Pompey and promptly beats him and just conquers him. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's like he was thinking at the bar. He was like, you know what? This is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to be friends. Pompey like accidentally spilled some beer on his shoes and the whole night he's just been thinking about how he's going to just get him. Yeah. Have you ever seen the, there's this SNL sketch, MacGruber, mm. which is a riff off MacGyver. Have you seen the movie of that? No. That's a very specific scene where MacGruber's stupid character is driving. And then just a guy, he swerves or something to the street. And this guy's like, hey, idiot, watch out. And then MacGruber, played by Will Forte, is just looking at the license plate <laughs> and saying it over and over again in his head for the rest of the scene. <laughs> And then later on, they discover a notebook filled with the, li- the license plate and, like, murder drawings. And that's how that's I think funny. that's that's what happened mm-hmm. at the party. Yeah, that was, and that was Augustus Caesar. And that, and that guy, that was Augustus Caesar. <laughs> anyway, so he, oh he, he is Pompey yeah. dead? Pompey Jr.? Yeah, or at least, like, defeated. Okay. Um, Probably dead. After using Lepidus' army to secure victory, he accuses Lepidus of treason, imprisons him, and confiscates his land and possessions. He like he did not like that party. He's like, I'm so old. <laughs> oh yeah, because he got drunk and he was like this embarrassing old fool. It's <laughs> like into jail with you. Oh yeah, Lepidus sang like um Life is a Highway, like on karaoke, <laughs> and it was really embarrassing, and he knows 
he yeah. knows that Augustus <laughs> loves Rascal Flats. Like he knows it. And he was like, do anything with life as a highway. <laughs> and yeah, so now he's in jail <laughs> forever. Yeah. Um, the so. news angers Antony. He's like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. Um, as do the rumors that Caesar has been speaking out against him in public. <gasps> which is an, an, a bad thing if you're one of the rulers of Rome for the people of Rome to think you're a dickhead. Yeah. Um, so Octavia pleads with Antony to rem- to maintain a peaceful relationship with her brother. Right, because she's, you know. Because she knows how sister. crazy her brother is. <laughs> she knows about his gun collection. Yeah, she, she knows. <laughs> Um, should Antony and Caesar end up uh, warring, uh, her affections would be painfully divided, she said. <laughs> so Antony dispatches her to Rome on a peace mission. He's like, okay, go to, go to Rome and, and tell your brother I, I want peace. Your father, your brother. Did I, uh, did I say father? Yeah, you're getting well, gross. Well, acting like her father. Um, Are you sure I didn't say brother? You said father. Let's listen back to it right now live. <laughs> On Rome. <laughs> Saturday <HBO>. night. <laughs> Goodness. But yeah, so he's like, yeah, go, go sue for peace. I'll just wait here in Egypt. <laughs> Not with Cleopatra. Who said Cleopatra? <laughs> Who's Cleopatra? Oh, me? <laughs> Never met her. There, in <laughs> Egypt, Mark Antony's in Egypt, he raises a large army to fight Caesar. And Caesar responds in kind, we're going to war now. It's Civil War Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. Back in Rome, Caesar... <laughs> I was just going to let it sit. <laughs> Back in Rome, Caesar is super pissed about Antony. Uh, he's heard that Antony has gone to Egypt to sit alongside Cleopatra as a king. They actually like go out in public in the square. With him? <gasps> yeah, and they're like sitting on thrones or whatever. What and, the fuck? Um, Anthony. <laughs> Like to to um name their children together as like the heirs of Egypt and also to um Um He wh- has given her rule. So he's given to Egypt much of the Middle East, making her absolute queen of Lower Syria, Cyprus, and Lydia. Amazing, but which are currently Roman territories, used to belong to Egypt. Now he's giving them back to Egypt. Oh good for him. Where <laughs> is Octavia? She's in Rome with her brother. Oh yeah. She was like he wants to make peace with you. <laughs> and then they read in the newspapers. He's just on the throne. And then uh, and then Octavian's like, um, this stupid bitch is giving his side piece my fucking empire. <laughs> what I wrote. Caesar commands his army and navy to Egypt, ignoring all advice to the contrary. Antony elects to fight him at sea instead of letting him come on Why? the land. Um, also allowing Cleopatra to command a ship, despite Enobarbus' strong objections that she'll be a distraction. She will be. Antony's forces lose the battle. Yeah. When Cleopatra's ship flees, she's like, oh, I don't like this. And she goes, and he follows her, leaving the rest of the fleet vulnerable without their command. What is up with him? Is the he's pussy that good? stupid. It must be. It must be. He's stupid like, boy. oh my God, what's he doing? Antony despairs. He condemns Cleopatra. It's what? her fault for leading him into infamy. Um, but he also like quickly forgives her. It's, it's whatever. He and Cleopatra send requests to their conqueror. Antony asks Caesar to be allowed to just live in Egypt and not be bothered. <laughs> Leave me alone. Just let <laughs> and, me fuck my mistress for ebbs. And Cleopatra asks that her kingdom just be passed down to her rightful heirs. Instead of going to Rome or puppets of Rome or whatever, I guess. Okay. 
Cesar dismisses Antony's request. Of course. He's like, no. I don't think so. <laughs> but he promises Cleopatra a fair hearing if she betrays her lover. Oh. And Cleopatra seems to almost be giving in to the idea when Antony barges in and catches her. <laughs> She's like, I... And curses her for treachery and orders the innocent messenger be whipped. So they're both doing the shoot the messenger thing. Oh my god, the poor messenger. <laughs> when moments later, Antony forgives Cleopatra. <laughs> okay. God, I hate them. <laughs> you know, Barbara's is like, God, I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he decides he's done with Antony. Like, and he and- defects to Caesar's camp. Anyone that's like there that's watching is just like, I hate the both of them so much. They are the worst. <laughs> um, yeah, at some point, Antony challenges. Once again, Antony challenges Caesar one on one. Stop it. And Caesar laughs and is like, no. No. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think what I was the other thing he said no to? Or to be allowed to live with Egypt? Wait, wait, bro. No. <laughs> I don't think so. However, Antony meets Caesar's troops in battle and scores an unexpected victory. Wow. So maybe he'll be fine. No. <laughs> when no. he learns that Enobarbus has deserted him, his right-hand man, his bestie Enobarbus, uh, <laughs> Antony laments his own bad fortune, which he believes has corrupted an honorable man. So okay. he's like, it's not his fault. It's clear purposeful. It's, yeah. It's, it's just luck. It's so just... he sends his friends, because Enobarbus had just, like, just bailed. He just ditched. He left all his stuff there. He was like, I'm going to go treasure. out for some milk, and yeah. he just yeah. never came back. But he, like, left all his treasure and gold and stuff. <laughs> so Antony has his gold sent after him. That's how insufferable they are. He was like, I don't even care about the gold. I'm just going. <laughs> yeah, but Antony's, like, showing, like... It's like, bro, oh, you forgot your bro, gold. Bro, your gold, even though you're deserting me, which is... Would you come back if I sent you your gold? <laughs> Inabavis, um is actually undone by his shame at his own disloyalty when he sees this. And he decides that he would rather die than fight against Antony. And he goes to seek out a ditch in which to die. And I think it's... I don't know if he just dies. He just, like he just decides to that's so pass stu- away and he does. Ins- First of all, that's amazing. Um, second <laughs> or if of he all- like kills himself somehow, but they find him in a ditch dead, so... Like, just go back to Mark Anthony. You don't have to just decide to pass away, people. <laughs> people forgive. People, people forget. forgive. And it's so funny because on the show, they're just so ready to die at any time. Like, oh, yeah, I'll kill him. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll just die. <laughs> so he does that. Okay. Another day brings another battle. And once again, Antony meets Caesar at sea. As before, the Egyptian fleet proves treacherous. It abandons the fight and leaves Antony to suffer defeat, convinced huh? that his lover had betrayed him. How? By telling them to move around or, you know, when he walked in on her considering Caesar's offer. Yeah. Anyway, he's like, you betrayed me. And he vows to kill her. She's like, he wants to kill me. So she freaks out. Yeah, understandably. And quarters herself in what Chase calls a monument, which I guess is like a palace. And sends word, unless it's like a, a giant statue of her that she lives in. I'm like, I don't know. Oh my god, like she's a fish in a fish tank and there's like a big tiki. <laughs> what? No. No. You know, like the Sphinx or Sphinx. whatever. That's so yeah. much, that's more appropriate. I was thinking of Finding Nemo for some reason. I don't know. That's it's okay. a good movie though. I like that one. Yes, <laughs> you like that one. <laughs> well, wait till you hear about the other one. <laughs> they found them. <laughs> Okay, she's hiding in her head house. Yeah, yes. Um, and she says, she's like, tell him I committed suicide. 
Um, and they do. And Antony is wracked with grief by this and determines to join his queen in the afterlife. That's but hilarious. also mainly because he's just so ashamed that, you know, he he's his once great general and then it's come to this. He's just like he's a been disgrace humiliated. of the media. Mm-hmm. And he can't bear to like, live his tabloids. life now. Yeah. Without his honor. So he commands one of his attendants, fulfill the promise of unquestioned service and kill him. How? With a sword. Um, (laughs) but you know like cassius did he was like i I don't want to kill myself can can you just hold my sword and i'll just fall into it (laughs) yeah but the attendant's like i would rather kill myself than you sire and he does he kills (laughs) mark anthony's like what's the guy gonna do to die around here huh Because um, he's a comedian. And well, <laughs> yes. So, but Antony is like, ah, the honorable guy I should learn from his example and kill my own damn self. And he's like, but it's so hard. Um. Well, he does. He manages it. In How? That. <laughs> <laughs> I like that so sore. How? <laughs> a group of guardsmen refuses to. F- oh yeah, he fails to kill himself. How? By falling misses. I don't know. He's like grievously wounded, but he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when we're reading about George Washington's death last <laughs> That was so funny. You just can't imagine. They were like, he was fine. He's like, guys, I actually just have a small cut on my hand. And <laughs> no, I think he had like a lung disease, but they kept giving him medicine. Everything. All the medicine. Every they gave him an enema. <laughs> And then they bloodlet like three liters <laughs> of blood. And they put a poisonous like bug on his throat. In his throat and it swelled up. <laughs> they just kept trying. And he's just like, please just let me die. <laughs> anyway, so that's Mark oh Anthony my God. walking around. Oh my God. Yeah, so he's alive. So Half he gets to like die for like several scenes. He gets to die for several scenes. Great. <laughs> a group of guardsmen refuses to finish the task. <laughs> like, like, nah. Nah, dog. Not it. <laughs> nah, dog. <laughs> and Diomedes, who's a servant of Cleopatra, reports that the queen is alive and well. Uh-huh. It's too late, however, to save Antony's life. Dying, he commands his guards to bear his body to Cleopatra. He's carried to a palace, um, and as they carry him up to her... They fall over, and they, <laughs> he falls down the stairs real funny. <laughs> well, Cleopatra knows that the strength of Antony's body has turned to heaviness. Metaphor. She pulls him to her and kisses him. The onlookers declaring this intimacy a heavy sight. Oh, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful <laughs> stuff, man. <laughs> Antony advises, like, as he's, he's dying, dead, he's though. like, you should, he's in the process. He's like, you should call upon Caesar's mercy. <laughs> um, trusting in the honesty of Caesar's friend, Proculeus. Because he's like, Caesar's not, he's not going to be a dick to you. Because uh, you're a girl. <laughs> yeah. No. Not, not my Caesar. Not my Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> He then recalls his own greatness and says that he will die gloriously, a Roman by a Roman valiantly vanquished. He just accidentally stabbed himself in the balls, and that's how he's dying. <laughs> he dies, and Cleopatra curses the world as a suddenly very dull place. I think she genuinely did love him. I think they loved each other. Yeah, in like potentially in an annoying way. Yeah, in a really toxic relationship way. <laughs> yeah. They be yeah, they're annoying. They're awful. <laughs> 
God, so, you know that couple that you invite, they're always like kind of fighting. But they're also like all over each other. Oh my god. You know what this reminds me of? Have you ever seen that SNL sketch New Girlfriend with Regine? (laughs) No. All right, we're watching that right after the That's a recommendation. We're doing it right now. (laughs) So wrap this book up. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Caesar is informed that Antony has died and he's solemn and regretful about it. He mourns him as a great man. No. <laughs> His computer mind is like, okay, next task. <laughs> He's like, beep boop, grieve. <laughs> <laughs> beep boop, grieve. That's weird. <laughs> Shakespeare, ho. <laughs> Caesar promises to be honorable. Uh, oh, sorry, a messenger arrives from Cleopatra to ask what he intends for the queen, what he's going to do with her. He promises to be honorable and kind to her, but really he plans to force her to live in Rome and have her be in his triumphal parade. Do you remember how? Parade? Yeah, like the triumphal celebration. Oh, yeah. Um, Remember how when Caesar had his, he had like Vercingetorix, I think his name was, this this Gaul king that he conquered. He just parade him through the street. He's like, look at this man. Yes, because that happens in Rome as well. Yes. So that's what she's afraid is going to happen to her and when she actually Oh, she's going to get, like, nun-shamed. Like yeah, like, yikes. yeah. She doesn't really want to. Yeah, no one wants that. that. She's wise to this, though, but he's worried that she might prefer to commit suicide, so he orders some of his men to go prevent this. So easy to kill myself, bro. Yeah, well, she's wise to this plan, so she anticipates even the story being performed in Roman theatre, and she says this. The quick comedians extemporally will stage us. And present our Alexandrian revels. Antony shall be brought drunken forth, and I shall see some squeaking Cleopatra boy, my greatness in the posture of a whore. Wow. So she, it's almost like she's predicting her own play. She's writing her own story, and I love her for it. <laughs> she is the protagonist of her mm. own life. So she orders her two ladies' maids, Charm- Charmian and Iris, to dress her. In her most queenly robe. In her dopest robe. Yeah. <laughs> dopest, exactly. When they have done so, this clown comes in. A clown comes in? Yeah, like literally. Like, like, like a literal clown. clown. <laughs> <laughs> well, would have been played. Like that kind of performance style, let's say. But probably. in in He's meant to be a... Thermer? I don't know. I don't care about the clown. What does the clown do? Does well, it juggle? The, what the clown does is he brings her a basket of figs that contain asps, which are poisonous snakes that supposedly don't hurt. They poisonous what? Snakes? Snakes. In the figs? In the figs. Ew, she's going to eat a live snake in the fig? Well, I think the snakes are among the figs, not inside So the she'll figs. eat the snake? No. No bite. The bite is... <laughs> I did say poisonous. I should have said venomous. Yeah, I was like, wait, she's gonna, she's gonna pretend she's eating a fig, but it's a snake. <laughs> anyway, so this clown's like, here's your figs with the poisonous snakes. <laughs> Secret. And he's like, snakes. I hope you enjoy the snakes. <laughs> Make sure they don't bite you, or they'll, or you'll die. And she's like. Got it. <laughs> and he's like, okay, they're super dangerous, they're though. Su- I don't know why you ordered snakes, but the figs are pretty good. <laughs> he's like, be careful. She's like, got it. Yeah. Why are you putting your hand in the... No. <laughs> she's like, be careful. Hope you like them. And she's like, okay, I will. She's eating a snake. <laughs> yeah. 
Ugh. And then what happens? Her maid Iris falls dead first. What? Why did the maids die? She's like, answer the snake. <laughs> oh wait, didn't the, the fortune teller say that they would live longer than Cleopatra though? Oh, true. So the fortune- oh, but that well, as Iris is dying or something, Cleopatra is like, you don't get to die first because it's my will story. Give, well, Antony will give you a kiss first. <laughs> In the is afterlife, Anthony still alive. Oh, he's dead now. In the afterlife, so she wants to die first. She gets Anthony first. <laughs> Anthony's already fucking She's everyone else up there. <laughs> She's a jealous bitch. Even the in the afterlife, <laughs> so she takes a basket and presses it to her breast. Famously, what the whole basket? No, the the snakes. Sorry. How many snakes does she have? She like has... one in each hand. Yeah. So the other one eats. Feeds bites her arm, so one bites her booby, and one bites. Her okay, arm. you gotta show. I don't know how this is famous, and I've not seen some snake boobies. Are you gonna Google clip out the snake boobies? <laughs> you can't do something that's already been done. <laughs> <laughs> so she dies as the guards rush in to discover the dead queen. Charmian, the last um, maid, presses the snake to herself and joins the mistress in death. Why does she have to die too? I don't know. Like, there are other jobs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, when Caesar and Co. enter the building, they detective around a little bit. Like, she doesn't look like she took poison because her mouth's normal size and clean. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, but she doesn't have any stab wounds. <laughs> eventually they find the snakes. And they're like, hey, who brought these figs? Ow! <laughs> Um, and they figure out they figure out what she did, the manner of her suicide. They're like, it must have been the fake. <laughs> and Caesar orders Cleopatra, uh, in a show of hu- humanity, to be buried next to Antony in a public funeral. Well, that's nice. Why is he doing that? Uh-huh. Beep boop snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the story. Are we the snakes again? <laughs> I'm like, I invite an OTD. I'm just eating a fig. Leave me alone. <laughs> Stop grabbing me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, how do you feel about Cleopatra now? Um, well, obviously, Shakespeare hates women. (laughs) Yeah. But do you feel like, like, now you're about to meet her in Rome, what are you expecting? I'm excited, because that's what we're going to watch. Yeah. I'm going to put that on. I'm not even asking your opinion. Oh, damn. I'm just going to watch it, Just straight. You don't even have to be here. (laughs) You can leave. (laughs) That's fine. But, you know, I the I main chocolate. thing I knew about Cleopatra is um, she had the vibrator. She had that jar of bees. Uh, the jar of bees. I'm not sure if that's real. Or that's, if that's so a... real. That's the only thing I know to be real. <laughs> if that's not real, then nothing is. No, in a bind. In a bind. <laughs> you know when you got you, when you, all your, your vibrators. You don't forgot work. your wallet. You forgot your keys. <laughs> you but forgot. you did remember your jar of bees. <laughs> oh, that rhymes. <laughs> oh, across digit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then have the um, the jar of bees. That's such a good idea. Across digit. Mm. Write this down right now. <laughs> it's it's recorded. It's fun. Oh fuck yeah, we wrote it out with our voices. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a literature. <laughs> 
Das ist einfach. <lacht>